You're listening to The Treatment Room with Tess and Lauren, the podcast by estheticians for estheticians and those who seek to learn about their own skin from a professional's perspective. We're diving into our whys as licensed skincare therapists, sharing in our career journeys and separating the gimmicks from the real heroes in skincare. Welcome to The Treatment Room. Hi guys, how are you? Welcome back to the treatment room. My name is Tess and I am your host. Oh gosh, there's just been, I I have a few things to catch up on with you guys and I wanted to have just a little bit of a heart to heart. There's so much going on and I know it's not just me, but there's so much going on politically, uh, health-wise, economically, even socially, we just don't have our normal communication that we're used to having. We don't have the same in-person visits with friends. So I think all of this can just result in, you know, different pent-up emotions. And right now there have been, I don't know if it's mercury in retrograde, or what, but there have been multiple people I've talked to that have just felt like, it's just, it's tough. It's tough right now. So if that's you, I wanted to let you know I'm here for for you. And yeah, check on your strong friends because I am definitely that person where it can look like I've got it all together. And I honestly... I'm really great at keeping things going and holding myself to this standard and functioning so well for a certain period of time. And then something happens and it just kind of all can come crumbling down. And tonight that was honestly me. And I love podcasting. I want to do this for as long as I can because it's such a a great outlet for me. It's probably one of my favorite outlets. And I want to be real because I know I really appreciate when I see anyone with a platform just speaking openly and honestly about their daily life. And I don't want to watch or listen to anyone who has who has it all together and who is this polished, perfect version because I definitely see those influencers and I'm intrigued by them. Don't get me wrong. I think they're amazing. I'm fascinated by them, but I don't connect with them on a on any level past the surface level because they just look so impossible and I want to know more. I want to know I want to see their highs and I want to see the highlights and I want to see the pretty pictures. But I also want to know, you know, I want to see real people. I think I really value that. And I know others do too, because it it just, you know, we're all human. And especially if you can look up to somebody, but I think also relate to them on a human level. I think that's really, really powerful. So I was honestly bawling my eyes out half an hour ago, had to wait for my voice to get back to normal so I could do this podcast and didn't really know what I was going to say. So there's no script for this, but 
I just wanted to have a heart to heart. There's been so much going on, mostly professionally, and a lot of change. I think for me, I don't always handle change the best. I think it takes an emotional toll on on me for sure. And I guess let's sort of start with the main things going on. Many of you know now that I left my spa. I left Derma Plus, which was my home for about a year and a half. And it's where I grew. I would say it's where I grew the most as an esthetician. And I gained so much knowledge and was trained so professionally and intimately that it had a profound impact on who I am as an esthetician. And making the choice to leave that behind was not easy on many levels. I felt I was, you know, letting my myself down and I was sort of closing a chapter that um, I had worked really hard to get to. So that was tough. It was tough to leave behind my boss and my coworkers. It was tough to honestly tell you guys and I didn't know what the reaction would be. And it's been, it has been, I would say, all positive. A few people wondering what's next, if I'm staying in the industry. And the answer is yes, I am. So don't, don't unfollow yet. (laughs) I'm, I'm still in the industry and I think um, I have an even more, I don't want to say exciting, but I have a new path I'm so excited about because it's going to be completely my own. And that, that much I will tell you, I'm going to um, wait, wait a little bit longer to reveal, reveal totally what's going on. But I will actually tell you one piece of it. So, you know, I left the spa and I am on my own now. I have started to do virtual consultations, which is something I am so passionate about because as estheticians, I think we have such a big job on our plate. People's expectations are so high. We are trying to relax them. We are trying to educate them and we are trying to make some damn progress with their skin. So it's a big responsibility for an hour and a half or however much time we do have. And something I've realized in my journey, and I think many of you will realize your own things, but I've realized the most meaningful part of being an esthetician to me is the education. It's working one-on-one with somebody and having a shared bond and desire to give them the desired change in their skin and give them that confidence. I have always felt the home routine is... 90% of skin health treatments are so valuable and I am in no way diminishing treatments because that will, that can be truly transformative and make a huge difference in the skin. It may be something I return to one day once 
Um, it's not a situation that compromises my health. So for now, virtual consultations it is. And I've said this before, but your skincare routine really is um, so important because what you put on your skin on a day-to-day basis has the biggest effect. So I feel there's so much progress I can make with people one-on-one, and I've had the demand for a while to help people with their skin, and I never was in a position where I could independently work with people. So I'm so excited now to be able to do that and to be able to give them the time one-on-one where I don't know of many businesses um, like mine, but where we are going to dive deep, talk about so many things that can contribute to skin health, routine, lifestyle, stress, sleep, medication, diet, so many things. Um, And then there's the whole cosmeceutical aspect, what they're using on their hair, their toothpaste, their makeup, so many things. I felt I didn't have time to ask all the questions I wish I, I could in the treatment room. So this will be my place to develop very meaningful relationships with my clients solely to work on their home care routine and hopefully set them up to be able to go get treatments and have their skin receive them properly. But I think developing a strong home care routine really is the foundation for all of it. So that is something I've started to do and I'm going to keep my client list small because I think something I realized and um, definitely realized in the last hour just with um, really honestly overwhelming my to-do list and not only giving myself too many tasks, but giving myself too many massive project tasks that are not um, one hour type of deals. They're things that take a lot of focus and concentration and things like YouTube videos and podcasting and uh, starting a business, like very in-depth Things, and then I beat myself up for not crossing enough of those things off the list. What I have realized is I need to, you hear this all the time, prioritize your mental health, but that starts with me making smaller to-do lists, keeping my expectations realistic for myself. And if I cannot complete everything in a day, I've got to let it go. I mean, it's almost 10 o'clock and I wanted to do this this podcast, but here we are. So um, yeah, I'm trying not to overwhelm myself. And for that reason, I'm keeping my client list small. I have a handful of clients right now. And even, even that, it's um, significant because I want to give people undivided attention and make sure we can set up a plan before I take on too many people. So if you hear this and you're interested in learning more about my service, you can shoot me a DM and we'll see if there is space on my little roster because again, I really want to prioritize giving people quality of care rather than just 
you know, trying to take a million people. It's, I think it's more of a long-term vision and first just giving people the best possible service and a service that I think is unique and something special and something I know only I can give this exact service. Somebody else can try to duplicate it, but it won't exactly be what I do. So I have a lot of confidence in it. That is, I guess, sort of half of my business and I will leave, leave it at that. Piece number two, and this is obvious by me doing this episode solo and the last episode, little mini episode that went live from Lauren. She is no longer with me as my co-host. And I think Lauren leaving was, uh, I think it, it taught me a very valuable lesson. And First of all, I'm heartbroken. I know I'm going to miss her so much. Fortunately, we text all day long and talk all the time, but I know you guys are going to miss her and I will certainly, certainly miss her. But, you know, what I've realized from this is there's going to be a handful of times in your life when your close friends or your family members come to you or your partner come to you and say, hey, I have this idea. I want to do this. And we have no choice but to be happy for people. And not only to be happy for people, we need to hype them up because it's what you would want for yourself. So I don't care if your best friend wants to start a business, if she's in a new relationship. I think we have to remember When we see somebody doing something great and big and, you know, something that they're pouring their heart and soul into, that they're passionate about, there was likely a time before that where they struggled, they doubted themselves. Every successful person, you know, has that that story of what their life was like before the business or the big change or the big relationship. And we've got to be happy for people. We've got to root for them. We've got to be their cheerleader because they deserve it. They really do. And everyone is entitled to their own journey. They're entitled to making a left turn when they want to. And it so happened, as Lauren explained, she felt her heart was being pulled in another direction. And podcasting. I know it may not look like it on the service, but it's a lot of effort. I would say it's (laughs) maybe not a full-time job, but pretty close to it. It's a lot. And yeah, so I completely understand um, Lauren's need to put her attention elsewhere and put her attention um, somewhere that's hopefully very, very beneficial for her future. So we're so happy for Lauren. That does mean my plate is is very full right now and I'm taking on a lot. But again, I love this podcast. I love talking to you guys. It really opened up a whole nother avenue for me and 
Yeah, it's really special. And I think it's a great tool for you to be able to listen to educational content or, you know, just have somebody maybe you look up to or see as a friend, listen to somebody when you are going about your daily busy life, whether you are driving a car, doing your chores, doing your dishes, you know, maybe just trying to take a break from your own life and listen to somebody else's and wind down and escape for a little bit. I would love to be that for you guys. So I'm happy, more than happy to do it. Today's podcast is sponsored by Forager Project, an organic plant-based family-owned creamery. Guys, I want to take a trip here. It sounds like my heaven, where they source nature's finest ingredients, nuts, seeds, ancient grains, fruits, and vegetables. When it comes to food, I am so not a fan of labeling certain categories good or bad, but it's more so about making small tweaks where you can and perhaps even trying something that you might enjoy more. So with dairy, I often saw for my clients, it was creating a lot of frustration and lowering their confidence over time. Dairy can be linked to acne, eczema, rosacea, because it can be so inflammatory for our skin and for our gut. Forager Crafts organic dairy-free yogurts, keepers, milks, and sour cream using their hero ingredient, organic cashews. My personal favorites are their unsweetened cashew milk coffee creamer. I've been loving that with a little iced latte or a little cold brew in the morning. And their unsweetened cashew milk yogurt for these little yogurt bowls I've been making super fast and filling. And I'll add strawberries, chia seeds, agave, maybe some cacao nibs if I'm feeling crazy. But whatever you like, I'll just throw that in a little yogurt bowl or I'll throw it in my smoothie that I make almost every morning with some frozen raspberries, blueberries, spinach, and protein powder. Voting is like taking a train sometimes. Even if it's not going to your exact destination, sometimes it's better to take a train there, make a switch later on, rather than just sitting at the bus stop and not getting anywhere. Forager wants to inspire everyone to get out and vote and participate in our democracy. They have provided voting resources and information to make it super easy and convenient for you at www.forageproject.com vote and on their social media at Forager Project. I will put all of that information in the show notes so you can easily find it. Happy voting and enjoy the rest of the show. I'm so excited for season season two. I'm going to have two episodes left in this season one, and then we're going to take a brief intermission, mostly because I just want to see if you guys are excited for season two. I'm so excited. I have so many episodes banked already. The guests are phenomenal. They have such incredible advice. We have some, actually all female boss ladies. We have health experts. We have estheticians and skincare experts. So it's going to be wonderful. But we're going to wrap up this little season here, take a little intermission so I can make sure you guys are still hyped up and listening. I got to make you guys wait a little bit so that you're excited when season two comes out. But 
yeah, planning for that. Let's see. YouTube. YouTube is like my steady, steady lover. It's not like a roller coaster, roller coaster relationship. And I don't know. YouTube is like my safe space. The comments for the most part are very positive. I feel like I know almost every person that comments or have some level of rapport with them. YouTube is just like my family. It's where we all, where I started. It's, you know, the first place I put myself out there online and yeah, it's so special. So that's not going anywhere, but it's definitely, um, uh, again, another little full-time job or maybe like three quarters of a job. I feel like I have four jobs that are almost full-time jobs. So together it can be a lot, but I've got more videos planned for the next month or so. Um, that's going to be great. YouTube also takes a lot of a lot of time and energy, and it's okay. I do it because I love it, and I have you guys. But yeah, that's um, some of the things that's been going on with me. Uh, the last part I will say is the other part of my business, which has been emotionally, financially... <laughs> um, etc etc draining in many ways but it's going to be so rewarding and I cannot wait to share it with you guys so yeah that's sort of what's been on my plate and I hope this little episode serves as a reminder that it's good to slow down before you get to the point of mental or emotional exhaustion I had all these thoughts throughout my day, like I was disappointed in certain things and this and that, and I felt overwhelmed, and I don't know, my health was all over the place, and then it's always like that one little thing, right? Like slamming your finger in in a drawer, which is what I did in my kitchen. It's like one little thing that sets you over the edge, and then you start bawling, and you fall apart. So if you're listening please take this as a sign to slow down, do something for yourself tonight. We don't need to prioritize this hustle culture 24-7. It's just not, it's not right. I mean, I'm the worst. I need to take my own advice. It's not worth it. It's not worth your mental health. And positive note, next week, I will be pretty much completely going offline. I am going to be doing a little brain therapy treatment, which is exactly what I need. And it's called Saraset. If anyone's interested in looking more into it, I'll, I'll spell it out in the description, but it is, um, essentially it's like a therapy for re-engineering your brain and your stress pathways and your anxiety and, anxiety that stems from maybe some trauma or an experience we had. Lots of things in life can be considered traumas, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to um, honestly managing my anxiety, which I've been pretty, pretty open about. But I've noticed, especially in this time of quarantine, it's been heightened and I'm sure I'm not alone. Um, I'm super glad I have a great great therapist. Maybe she'll come on one day because she's the sweetest person ever and she's helped me 
manage my stress so much. Um, and the way I process things and the way I talk to myself, which is so important. But yeah, I'm really excited for that treatment. I'm going to be stepping away from work for a full week. It's going to be like a week-long treatment, um, two hours away. So I'm going to have lots of driving. I have to go get the therapy done every day for four days. So it's going to be a little bit of a road trip every day. So um, if I'm not as active online, that's why. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I will report back with my results. Maybe it can help somebody out there who's listening. Haven't done it yet, but it does have a 91% success rate. And I have a friend who did it who speaks super, super highly of it. And um, I think I've just realized I'm tired and not willing to let certain anxieties rule my life or my happiness. So I'm trying to take accountability and have more responsibility for those things and do what I can to manage them because I think in the long run, it will pay off for me for sure. Um, if I can learn to manage my anxiety, my low-level OCDs, not really something I've talked about at time, but um, yeah, something that definitely holds me back. And I think we all have those sort of like self-inflicted things that we like get in our own way. And I don't, I don't want it to rule my life. So we're gonna try this little brain therapy and. I will report back. I think that's really all I have to say other than I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for all of the kind support on my last video announcing that I was leaving Plus. The comments were unreal and I didn't expect to get so many views on a vlog. I normally post vlogs and don't expect anyone to really watch because it doesn't, I don't know, something about the YouTube algorithm doesn't quite pick up for me with vlogs, but um, the response in this one was great. So thank you guys so much for your understanding and uh, understanding of my decision right now to take a break from the treatment room. Again, for health reasons, for me, it wasn't it wasn't the right thing for my life right now. And fortunately, I felt called to other interests and strengths of mine. So I think the message I'll leave you with is I never want anyone to look at me and think I need to emulate what she's doing or copying, not copying, but following what she's doing is the way to be successful because the formula is different for everyone. I think if you can truly listen to what lights you up and, you know, what are your strengths, think about those. I think you will be so much more successful paying attention to your own strengths rather than trying to duplicate what somebody else is doing. And I say this because I never want somebody to watch me and think, oh, she's, she's not, you know, in the treatment room right now. Maybe I should, maybe it was the wrong choice. Maybe I should step back. No, if you're there, you're there for a reason. See where it takes you. You never know. It's okay to make a left turn in life and 
also this is what Lauren leaving has taught me. It's okay to make a left turn, even if things are going good. If you feel like something else could be greater or better for you, it's so okay to make those calls in life. And it's even okay to be a little sad when when you make that choice. And Lauren leaving, like we were both so sad. I think we were both kind of like shocked. I think she was shocked she made the decision herself, but but she also knew in her heart something else was calling her. So um yeah, in both of our decisions, like we are so grateful for your guys's um respect and being respectful of our decisions and not only that like being so excessively supportive and sweet it's um so so welcome and it's really hard it's really hard to make those choices so that's why I say be the friend to others that that you know you would want for yourself be as gung-ho and hyped up and supportive of your friends as you would want them to be the day you tell them, hey, I'm in a new relationship. Hey, I'm starting my own business because that day will come and you'll notice when (laughs) people aren't necessarily, um, they don't share your vision or they don't get it or maybe they don't agree and that never feels good. So yeah, I've learned that the hard way, but those people who do have your back and support you and get excited for you and who are your cheerleaders, you will treasure them for a lifetime. And those are the kind of friends, you know, that we all should look for and strive to be. And I think that's really what life's about. It's about celebrating those, those victories. And often they do come from strife. So yeah. Be happy for people. Be happy for yourself when you make decisions. And just know it's okay. It's okay to make new calls. There's no supposed to formula. Like that does not exist. There's no, I need to stay at a job for two years so it looks good on the resume. No, don't buy into any of that. Do what makes you happy. You want to have discipline, but truly listen to your heart and do what makes you happy because I promise there's never um, a dead end. There's always going to be something else. Okay, guys, that is my little ramble sesh. I hope it was okay. This was totally just uh, word vomit. So I hope that was okay with you. Let me know if you like these little ramble sessions because I can surely do more. I'd love to know truly if you guys would rather listen to episodes like this or versus episodes with a guest. Do you like a mix of both? Do you like only interviews with guests? Do you like the more real what's up kind of thing? Let me know. Guys, I'm going to stop rambling here. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. You know where to find me. If not, it will be in the show notes below. And I hope you guys are doing well. If you're not, tomorrow is a new day. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you in the next episode.